0: I'm going to share with you guys just very, very briefly because tonight I want to do something a little different. We're going to do a fire tunnel and and um I just want to um briefly exhort you real quickly um a couple of things that the Lord just laid on my heart today and so I'm gonna give you these Philippians three eight says what is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. I want you to know tonight that, that your intimacy will increase the capacity for the authority of God in your life. If you want more authority of God in your life, you're going to have to increase your intimacy with Him. That intimacy with God is what increases our capacity to be able to contain what God has for us. And the reason I tell you this tonight is not because I want us to be a glory club where we just sit around and we just we begin to just, you know pray over one another and, and and glory in that. What I the reason I desire this for our lives is because when you get filled to capacity, when you have the capacity of God, the Holy Spirit in your life, when you are filled to overflowing then what's going to happen is it's going to spill over into every other area of your life. It's going to spill over into your family. It's going to spill over at school. It's going to spill over to your friends. When you have the presence of God so dynamically working in your life, the power of God in your life, you are, it's going to spill over into other aspects of your life. And that's when we see God change people's hearts and lives. See, intimacy expands our capacity for God. The greater capacity means greater authority in our lives. If you want a, you want to have a relationship with God, it is made through personal history with god it's through times shared it's through times together it's through memories it's through making those things with god it's through making that time if we have a you know your your wife or your your girlfriend or whoever it may be in the significant person in your life family member whoever it may be that if you never shared any time with them if you just said you know what um they you just continually push them off then all you're never going to share that personal relationship you're not going to have that intimacy but Paul's prayer to a discouraged church, he, he said this in Ephesians, to a dis, to dis, dis, discouraged church, he said, I kneel and I pray out that of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. The New Living Translation says this, out of his unlimited resources, God will empower us in our inner being. God wants to remodel your soul. He wants to, a, a, an extreme makeover of your life. If our lives have been controlled by the flesh for most of our existence, and our flesh has been controlled by the enemy, then a realignment is in order. His spirit must be free to maneuver inside of us. His spirit must be able to, to roam true, freely within our lives. Otherwise, we will not see the, what God wants to do through us. Our, our soul is our mind, will, and emotions. I want God to be able to freely move through my soul, through my mind, will, and emotions, and even my body. See, I want Him to be able to, to roam the halls of my life. No place off limits. Nothing guarded. Nothing hidden. It's all His. See, we give Him our sin, and then He lets it go, it's forgotten. It's no longer remembered. I don't want the Holy Spirit tripping over sin in my life as He walks through the halls of my life. I don't want Him, I don't want him to trip over things in my life. Sins that I have, I'm, I'm presently walking in, or sins that I have, have for, failed to ask for God to forgive me for, or sins of the past that I for, failed to forgive myself of. God does not need to be tripping over those things. The halls of our lives should be free from these things. Many of us are controlled by our outside. The circumstances dictate everything. God wants control of our inside. The spirit of God must have permission to make these changes in our body, soul, and spirit, so that they can line up. Permission must be granted to the Holy Spirit. We must evict the the. There must be an eviction instituted where the enemy has no longer legal rights to your life. Otherwise, he is going to wreak havoc. You know those thoughts that he keeps plaguing you with. Those things that he keeps working over and over in your mind. Those are things because he has legal right to be there. We have to evict the enemy and say, you know what? You have no longer right. He gets revoked. His permission gets revoked. He no longer has any place in our life. See, difficulty drives me to the presence of God. If I am to be successful, I must dig a well right here where I'm at with God. I must dig a well. And these watering holes are the place... These watering holes are the place where I I have that personal history with God. I know that there's a place that I can go back to. I know that there's a hole that I once dug where the water was flowing freely, and I can go back to that place. God is asking us to do that in our lives today. He says, do you want a greater capacity? It's intimacy with me. See, we have no relationship outside of tragedy many times. Our lives are only dictated by tragedy. And that's when we come and find God. If you guys could put out a couple more seats, Bo. Faith, there will be no encounter with the Lord if all we ever have is an encounter with, every time we come before the Lord, it's just a, a, a troubled situation. It's just tragedy. If that's all we come to the Lord for, we will never have that personal history. We will never have that personal encounter with God. Faith is not expressed when we just constantly come before the Lord with tragedy. We cannot leave the same as we came in. Something has to change. I change. Maybe my circumstances don't change. But I'm going to change. I'm going to change in the midst of the circumstance. I'm going I'm to change in the midst of the situation. Interestingly, it's so many times I've been in that place with God. So many times I've been in that place where I where I go, Lord, look at this situation. You, know, you look what's going on around me. And you know what? God doesn't change the situation, but He changes me in the situation. My mind, my mindset is different. My thoughts are different. My heart becomes different. There's. This is something, see guys, listen, I can't impart this into you. You have got to grab a hold of it. We're going to pray tonight as you guys come through the fire tunnel, we're going to pray for you. But what I'm going to tell you tonight is this, you will not get it just by a one time somebody laying hands on you. You have to get it by a personal relationship with him, by personal history with God. Going back to those watering holes that we once dug and said, this is where I'm going, to, I'm going to find myself in Him. I'm going to dig this hole, and that's the place I'm going to be able to go back to. My agenda is dead. I go in with Him, and I come out alive. I die in there. Each time I die, I get closer to Him. Each time my flesh dies, I get closer to Him. Paul says it like this in Second Corinthians three eighteen. He says, "And we and we all, with who with unveiled faces, contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into His image with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord who is." Who is spirit. Every time we come into his presence, something happens to our life. When we truly get into that place where we say, God, take what's in me. Lord, I want a greater capacity to know you. I want a greater knowledge of you. I want to know who you are. This book is, is, is the beginning. And it's also found in this place where I go into that secret place with him. This book and the secret place. I, I said it last week. I said it's not a 50-50 gathering. It's not just the spirit and the word. It's 100% the word and it's 100% the spirit. It's like a marriage. It's not 50 50. It's a hundred percent husband, it's hundred percent wife. <clears throat> if we come in with complete surrender, abandonment to God, you cannot be the same. Letting go completely. I become His. We go, we go to people, we look for the answers with other people constantly instead of going to the source. We have to have a history with God. An abandonment of me and my agenda to stay until He speaks. My intimacy with Him will determine my capacity to walk in His authority. God doesn't waste Himself. By Hebrews eleven six 6 says, He is the rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Half-hearted will not do. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask. And in the Greek tense there, it says, ask and keep asking. Seek and keep seeking. Knock and keep knocking. See, it's in in these crises, in these bad times, when things aren't going as planned, it's that history with God. It's that relationship with Him that will sustain us. If we have a large capacity for God, there will be a lot of God in us. But see, many times what we do, we come with a thimble. Okay, God's, God's grace and mercy and, and love is of unending like a sea. But we come with a thimble and we go get a little dip and we go, Okay, I'm good. Like Scott's been telling me this week, a lot of people want to just go up to their, their ankles and they're content right there, splashing around. Listen, the, an ankle-deep experience with God is not going to help you in an encounter when the, when the enemy is battling against you. An ankle-deep experience with God is not going to sustain you when this world begins to shake. I'm telling you, what we need is to be so overfilled with God, so overflowing with God, dripping and drenched with the Spirit of God, that nothing else matters. Did you come to get filled up? See, what I want to do tonight is I don't want to just come with a bucket even. I want to back up a tanker truck. And I want to say, God, fill me up. Fill me up to overflowing. I don't want just a little. You've got to get to the place where you say, listen, I want the Spirit of God to roam freely in my life. I want Him to roam the halls of my life. I want to not be the same as I've been in the past. I want to be changed. I want to be radical for Him. I don't want to be tiptoeing through it. I want to know who God is, and I want Him to know me. See, we have churches on every corner in America, but we have no authority. We have religiosity, but we have no authority. There's a connection between proximity, which is nearness, and authority. James 4.8 says, draw near to God and He will draw near to you. The last part of that scripture says, you say, well, how does that take place? He answers it. He says, cleanse your hands. You sinners, purify your hearts, you double-minded. He gives us the answer if we want to be in that place. History with God means getting into His book. It means lingering with Him. It means breaking out of my comfort zone. The things that make me feel silly. The things that make me feel foolish. The things that, you know what, I'll lose my dignity to know who I am in Christ. That's how we really know who we are in Christ. When the dignity, when, when this falls apart, when this flesh dies, and I really get to know Him, is when that inner man rises up. See, meat has to be hunted. Think about this. Scott can tell us. You know, I had a cow one time. And I raised this, this cow up with his mom. And instead of weaning him like you're supposed to do, I let him stay with his mom. So guess what he did? He kept drinking. He kept drinking milk. You know why? Because he, it was available to him. And see, that's what some of us do in our lives. We say, you know what? Just keep giving me milk. Just keep giving me milk, and you know what we like. Like Branham said, you know, it's it's. There's a time in our life where we gotta go and get some chicken nuggets. We gotta do some. You know, meat has to be hunted for. I want you to see this just for a minute. If you really want to know who God is, if you want to really know who He is, then you're gonna have to begin to get get down and get a little dirty. You're gonna have to hunt for it. You're gonna have to say, "Listen, God, I want the treasures of heaven. I want the revelation of heaven. I'm not satisfied with milk. Don't give me my baba anymore. Don't give me my binky. I want to know who you." You are God. He has demonstrated His love. The Bible says, No greater love hath man than to lay down his life for his brother. He has demonstrated. He has betrothed Himself to us. He has given us a promise ring. He has expressed Himself. His love is not the question. Mine is. He will be faithful. He will be steadfast. Will I? See, I see the groom of Jesus standing there, looking at his bride, the church, and wondering, will they be faithful? Will they step up? See, when we get this, we will truly have something to impart to others. Sometimes we feel so empty when we go out there and we want to we express what God has. The only way we're going to have that is when we have been in the inner sanctum with Him. When we've been in that inner room, that secret place with God. When we have received, we've been in that secret place, that intimacy with God is what builds that capacity to be able to expand and say, okay, God, you're going to give me more. Tonight, I can't impart this into you. I can't say, I can't pray over you and say, okay, it's going to happen and then you, we're, we're all, it's all good. What happens is we have to get that hunger within us. We have to get that thirst within us that says, you know what, God, I want you more than anything. I desire you more than anything. And then God begins to increase us. You want authority of your life to be able to say no to, 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 de, to deny the enemy? You want, to be able to, you want to be able to say no when the enemy faces you? You know what? You're going to have to have that inner, that inner place with God, that intimacy with God, to have that capacity to be able to say, you know what? No, I'm not going to go that direction any longer. I'm going to know who I am in Him. Tonight, I'm going to, we're going to spend a little extra time in worship. And then what we're going to do is I'll, I'll call the, um, the leadership group up. And we're going to have you guys come through and we're going to pray for you. Again, I'm not, this is not an impartation tonight that says, okay, it's all done for you. No, what this is, is this is just a start for you to say, listen, I have, I, you know what, this is my stepping up point. This is the place where I say, you know what, I'm not going to be the same anymore. I'm going to begin to walk in a different light. I'm going be, to begin to walk in that intimacy, that greater capacity of God.
1: to hope deep in my bones Would you break through my soul thirst for? of the world on your shoulders. You did it so willingly. God, the price you paid will forever be enough. And the life you gave